0: sit inside the shed a podcast where you get a front row seat into my thoughts daily thoughts monthly thoughts even thoughts with friends so come sit bring a cup of tea a blanket you know the usual get comfortable because you are officially inside the shed been in this like funky space like really like really funky tail space um and it's been going on or it had been going on for like four days bruh like four days it was i felt let me tell you how i felt very i was tired i'll tell you that much i was tired i felt real irritable and i just felt like i couldn't i couldn't grab hold to my surroundings and i I feel like y'all know y'all know what that feels like i would assume so but if not it really feels like being taken down i guess in like quicksand like you're going down very very slow (laughs) you know that if you don't get out soon you're going to be covered your head is going to be covered and I'm about to, like, I'm about to cuss on this. You know, this is one of the Christian cuss words. It's not, like, the real cuss words, but, like, a real Christian cuss word. But, y'all, it was depression. <gasps> oh, my God. How could she say that? Um, Because it's real. It's real. It's a real thing. And I know a lot of times within Christendom, if you will, it's not really spoken about too often. And I don't want to give depression a platform. So let's be honest and let's be clear and let's be concise before moving forward. I'm not giving depression a platform. It is under my feet. It is a literal finished work of the cross. But I'm just going to give y'all my take on it. This is just my thoughts and personal humble CNA opinion that not a soul asked me for, but since you push play on this episode, you fix to hear it. So here it is: depression, or the results of a depression, or symptoms. Let's say that the symptoms of depression can be a real thing for those who are in Christ. I know, I'm I'm hearing y'all y'all pearls clenching as I speak. I hear room. Um, but it can be that overwhelming, sinking feeling where like things that bring you quote unquote joy or happiness don't. Um, that sick feeling where you're just like, man, it's like an inner dialogue. It's like, man, I really really want to get out of this space. Um, but I really don't know how to. <laughs> it's like... Probably how, like, Aladdin felt in the Cave of Wonders. Like, if it hadn't been for that Dagwon Genie, his tail would still be down here, right? Um, just nowhere to get out. No way of getting out to the naked eye. But... Is there? Is there a remedy for depression. And I do know there's therapy and we bless God for that. And we bless God for like medicine, you know, antidepressants, things of that nature. But man, I feel like I'm about to piss somebody off by saying this, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. Because it is what it is. But amongst other things, amongst natural remedies amongst um coping skills if you will ultimately the bottom line the grand pumba of it all is that Jesus is the remedy and I know I know I know but hear me out hear me out for real here's why and how I know Jesus is the remedy Because the Bible tells us that in his presence is the fullness of joy, right? And depression, where it's not just a lack of joy. And yes, I'm not taking away the understanding and the thought process that, you know, there may be like chemical imbalances and things of that nature. That's not really this conversation. The conversation in which we are having or I'm having with you is when we step outside of his presence and then we start feeling symptoms. Oh, it's the pressure, baby. So it's not depression that you're really feeling. It's the pressure of being outside of his will. And not will in the sense of like you're out there sinning, you're, you know, you, you shucking and jobbing and nothing like that. But what I'm saying is when we are not spending that adequate time with him, when we're not seeking him, we will fall into this place where we only are relying on ourselves. That means you have to, in order to do that, you have to step outside of his presence. I hope that's making sense, right? So what you're feeling is not really depression per se, but it's the pressure of being outside of where you're supposed to be. So, back to what I was saying in the sense of this story. And I was just like, God, I just need a nap. That's really kind of where I felt. Like, I felt withdrawn. And, like, the enemy is the one who wants to create division, right? So now I'm no longer really wanting to be around folk. I'm not really um myself i'm like um i'll catch you next lifetime you know and there's no division in christ even down to the smallest minute definition of division as to be withdrawn you know what i'm saying like i hope this is really making sense because when god broke it down to me i said "Ooh, child you mean to tell me that I am where I am because of the choices in which I'm making, not just because um, there's other factors, but in this case, I have to take the whole pie. This is not even a slice, but yet this is the whole pie. And when I start to really think back on days leading up into really kind of falling into the pressure of stepping out of his presence that would be exactly correct. I was not spending time with him. I told you I'm going to keep it real on here. Y'all are inside the shed. Y'all going to get the most realest, realest thing. And I love the Lord, okay? And he is, I am called according to his purpose. That is big in real life. But I had gotten to a place where I just was kind of over it. I, I really, really was. And I was just not over him, not over what he has for me, but just over it like insert whatever it needs to mean to you but I was over it and I was like and one day turned into two days and two days turned into three and before I knew it I was looking at a week and I'm sitting on Friday service and I'm like everything she's saying is like on point and it's just sounding like Greek because my heart wasn't postured correctly I was starting to feel the pressure of stepping outside of his presence, and but we bless the name of our God. we really, really do that as He's perfecting those things in which are concerning us, and as we go from glory to glory, because God caused us to do that, right he, he's, he, well, he He allows us to do that, right Is there something that snaps you back quicker? I will say that because before I had given like, I had gave my life to Christ in the sense of I was saved, but I didn't give him my life. Y'all know what I mean, right? I was still out here doing whatever I was big and bad enough to do, but still considering myself saved. That's a different topic for a different day. Um, It would take longer for me to feel the pressure. Now we talking about less than a week and I'm like, whoa, what is that? And it blindsided me. It really, really did. It really was like, it snuck up on me. And I always say that there's no harder hit than the one you didn't expect. Like, if I squared up with you and you squared up with me and we going for broke, then that's what it is. But if you sneak me, child, I'm caught completely off guard. And that's really the best tactic of the enemy. He takes what is so subtle and he makes it the hardest hit he has something as little as like oh i'm just not going to get up to pray. Oh, i'm just not going to have this worships um session at the house. Oh, i'm not really going to talk to her. Oh, i'm really not going to call him back. It's it's just it's just Tuesday at first. But then when Tuesday start turning into Wednesday and Wednesday start turning into Saturday, you're now becoming and creating a habit. And out of that habit that you are unconsciously creating, sometimes consciously, but for the most part, unconsciously creating, you now begin to feel the pressure. So what's the remedy back India? How do I get back? You turn. You literally make an about face and say, okay, the things in which I weren't doing, I was not doing cause the pressure. So I need to go back in that same direction and start applying the pressure. I'm going to say that one more time because the people in the back was talking. You go back in the same direction. The same direction in which you started feeling the pressure. And you go back and you start applying the pressure. You start pressing in the bible tells us that we press toward the mark that is the high calling right we we are to press like olive oil is so expensive because it's in the press that we get it from this little tiny olive it's the pressing that will make that oil come from your life You have to press into the things of God. When you don't feel like praying, you have to press. When you don't feel like showing up to Bible study, you have to press. When you don't feel like signing up for that small group, you have to press. You have to press into the areas in which you know you need the oil from. There comes a time in your walk with Christ where he stops coddling us and he starts requiring the press you have to press into him i need to hear from you god but i need to hear from you between the hours of nine and five no man pam no man pam you need to press into him you need to seek him in his secret place because that is where he's waiting for you the pressures of life are getting to you because you are refusing the press Greater is he that is in you that is than he that is in this world. That means what you have is a greater force. That means your press is greater. Like, like, is that making sense? Like, yeah, the weight of what you were feeling, it was pressure, baby. But you need to remember, oh, you pressure, baby. Because of his weight, the weight of glory is what's in you. But you got to make that decision. That's on you, Chief. Nobody is about to to make you do anything. If you want to come to that place because of choices that you're actively making, be my guest. It won't last long, but be my guest. But if you know that you know that you know that you are not doing what you are required to be doing in this season, rather it's getting up and spending time with him. That was me. Rather, it was starting the podcast, writing the book, forgiving your neighbor, um, being kind, or forgiving yourself. Like the list goes on and on and on. Yeah, this is your look inside of my shed I'm letting you into my shed because I I want you to see that even though I love God and I do and he he died for me and he did and he loves me and he does that I still struggle with staying in the press not depression but the press toward the mark I struggle to stay there sometimes sometimes I want to you know do the hucklebuck in the other direction. That's why he calls us sheep. Sheep are natural wanderers. Alright, that's why. That's why. I I would implore you to go back to read Psalms 23. Because it's speaking of us, you know, as sheep. So I'm going to leave y'all with this. What you going to do? Are you going to stay in depression or are you going to apply the pressure and those are my thoughts thanks so much for tuning in to inside the shed don't forget every Tuesday we drop a brand new episode until then keep it cute, keep it sassy and always keep it inside the shed